<laughs> oh, hey, mateys. Welcome to Expedition Cartoon, where my brother and I explore the vast <laughs> and beautiful worlds of animation for the perfect place to call home. Uh, we're your captains, morally gray angel and Satan's daddy. That's me. And today, <laughs> today we are going to hell. Uh, so, um, boy, if you are brand new to the podcast. Um, <laughs> this is a good start, I think. So we are Alec and Lou. Every episode we talk about a different cartoon world. And when Lou and I record these things, we enter this StreamYard chat and we can make our name whatever we want. And sometimes I go with goofy things. We're already laughing. I had to click record the second that he popped in just to capture the moment. Because <laughs> I, na I named myself Morally Gray Angel and he named himself Satan's Daddy. And we did not see it coming. So that is what you are... Uh, <laughs> privy to right now welcome to the inside <laughs> joke everyone this is also the first time i've ever named myself yeah i, I it was the juxtaposition for me yeah so me i don't want to get too far carried away because while i bet that there will be a lot of people finding this for the first time today who are big fans of has yeah. been hotel and hell of a boss there's probably also listeners who either aren't too familiar or haven't seen it um so, for a little bit of very basic context, Hell of a Boss is a YouTube series that became very popular from the creator Vivzy Pop. She also had a pilot episode on YouTube called Has Been Hotel, which, if you've been living under a rock, has now become a hit series on Amazon Prime. And we're going to be talking about that universe today. Uh, that universe meaning Hell of a Boss and Has Been Hotel put together. Yes, which technically does include, um, like like regular earth reality but i don't think we're probably going to consider that very much probably not much i mean i think that will the conversation will mostly be about are we wanting to move to hell that that's the main topic of conversation but i think heaven is very much in the equation today because that is uh, a part of this universe as well and i, I consider yeah. it a very important part of the universe especially for this conversation yeah, I um, think that's on the table. Great. Uh, so I'm going to say flat out, this is going to be a pretty uncensored episode. Obviously, um, Has Been uh, Hotel uh, is an uncensored show. I have a tendency to beat things out. Uh, you know, this is a podcast that maybe people could listen to with their families. But listen, this show is not PG. And I feel like we would be doing it a disservice if we beeped mostly anything today. Uh, hey, you know what? We're not on a monetized service, so there's no fucking reason we can't. We we can't. Let's do it. Yeah. Barring anything that might get one of us canceled, which hopefully we wouldn't say anyway. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Yes, indeed. All right. So I'm mostly going to be deferring to my bro, Satan's daddy over here, because <laughs> I am familiar with the world. Uh, I've been watching. Lou and I have a YouTube channel where we watched a bunch of Hell of a Boss together. Um, yeah. famously it scarred me. Um, <laughs> I am somebody who tends to like more tame things, but I will say, uh, I, I like both. I love has been hotel. I've been obsessed with that. So, far. oh yeah. Yes. Oh, so, okay. I was, I want you know, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we started recording to talk about it. Cause I knew that when we first chatted, you hadn't seen any of it. Yes. Um, and so, so you did take my recommendation, get it started. It's good, isn't it? It's great. So, and I, I was all, 
already a fan of the pilot. The reason I was interested in watching Hell of a Boss is because I personally watched the pilot of Has Been Hotel first with Lou. And I thought that that was the... I, I know this is a little bit sacrilegious, um, but that's fitting for today. Uh, I liked Hasbin Hotel better. I think a lot of people have sworn by hell of a boss because back in the day, you only had that one tiny sample size for an episode, but now we have a lot more. Um, and, you know, if you are not super familiar with the show, I think that's okay. We're going to try to be mostly spoiler free and just talk about what this world is like. I think um, the very conversation of would we live in hell or not is interesting enough to get us through totally spoiler free territory. Um, yeah. But we'll probably talk a little bit about the characters, uh, and it's okay if you don't know everything about it. You'll be able to stay with us, I think. Yeah, I think that's that sounds good. I, I might end up talking about some spoilers just because I'm interested, and now that I know that you're watching it, I'm going to want to talk about the show. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Okay, maybe save it toward the end, and then you can flag it ahead of time if anybody wants to jump out. Because I bet um, a lot of people haven't watched all the way through yet, but definitely yeah. will be doing so. Totally, that sounds fair. Our all right, my bro, let us hop aboard our Anna machine, which we have decided on a name on at this point. And we are going to take off to hell. We're going deep on the Well, all right, Satan's daddy. <laughs> oh, my. Flip all right. Context. So... This is going to be interesting, Lou. Here we are in the world of hell. Would you be able to please describe for everybody what we see in such a place? <laughs> um, there are uh, miscellaneous stabbings of various imps and demons going on on the streets. Uh, here and there, lots of screaming. Spontaneous combustion might be a thing. Uh, and once a year, uh, maybe twice, depending on who you ask and how far you are in the series, there are... Wow, I already am starting to get into light spoilers. There are uh, occasional um, complete genocides of all of the people from uh, the uh, the angels who would come down here and, uh, you know, start hunting, uh, murdering, I should say, the demons who are in hell, uh, which they claim is for population control, but is uh, that's up for debatability. It's quite sus. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, there are seven rings that we can choose. If you have just died and you were a human, I think you have to end up in the pride ring. Um, it's, it's one of the rings. There are going to be a lot of like diehard fans that are going to be so shocked that I don't know absolutely everything about the lore of the show, but I do not. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's seven rings. If you're familiar with the seven deadly sins, hopefully you know what they are. Cause I can't remember Alec. What are the seven deadly sins? Go. Off the top of my head, Lou, we have pride. Yeah, you're definitely not looking at a list right now, you bastard. Hey, I'm not looking at a list. I'm looking up a list. Let's uh, be very clear about that. <laughs> all right, well, then I'm going to guess because I think I know them all. Lust, okay. pride, sloth, gluttony. Lust, pride, sloth, gluttony. Um, envy. Wrath. And, yeah, you're doing great. You only uh, missed one. Lust, pride, sloth, gluttony, wrath, and everybody. I'm thinking of Full Metal Alchemist. This is how I'm going through. Um, look, look, look at the screen. Look at the screen, Lou. I'm trying to greed. greed of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> Subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. That's right. How could you ever forget about greed when we're only in this for money? I know. That's like my sin. No, I'm just kidding. 
Well, that's actually that, that's... going to be, I think, the most interesting conversation today is what is what is our sin? What is the circle of hell that we feel like we belong with, belong yeah. in? Um, and obviously, at the end of every episode, we decide if we would move somewhere. And if so, would we move the place that we are currently living, which you may know from a past episode is Trollberg from Hilda. Uh, but also, if we had to live in the world and we're not given a choice, if the world was psh, fiery, dangerous, and, you know, pretty just untame. And horny. That's that too. Uh, we will, <laughs> we're required to pick where we would go in the world if we had to. So, yep. Uh, I, I think that is going to be very interesting. Now, Lou is more familiar with the world than I am for sure. I've only seen everything one time and I have not like really taken a deep dive into the lore the same way that he has. And of course, even he himself said he doesn't know everything. So go easy on yeah. him because I'm going to be the one who needs the guidance today. And I'll be well, there. Uh, this show has a lot of lore to it. And because hell of a boss and has been hotel um, have technically existed for like four years it's just we've been getting a very slow release of episodes and Hasbun Hotel just got its first season. A lot has been said off um, like in interviews and, you know, like outside of the actual show. Uh, and I haven't actually like I've heard stuff from reading comments and like, you know, social media, st hearing stuff here and there. But I've never really maybe not never, but I, I have not seen very many lore referencing YouTube videos or interviews from the creators. So I, I know a little bit. Got it. Okay, so that's a bit of a blind spot for you, and I think that's fine. But I have a question. Yes. Have we gotten to see at this point most of the Rings of Hell in your memory? Um, That is a good question. Most, yes. I don't think we've seen the Sloth Ring yet, or if so, it's been very fleeting. Let's see. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll run you through what you know, right? We've seen the Greed Ring for sure, which was where... um the uh the lululand is oh that's greed okay well yeah. let me let me ask you that do you just want to go down these one at a time and we yeah. can talk a little bit about the world but we can also yeah, just talk it. philosophically about where we feel like we fit in each of these rings and then at i the think that's a can... great idea okay awesome great structure i like it so let's first talk about the lust ring because i think this is a big theme of the the series in general. Yeah. Um, we see Angel Dust, especially in Has Been Hotel. Uh, as Actually, somebody who... I don't think Angel Dust... I think Angel Dust lives in the Pride Ring. Sure. I'm, I'm saying more that he symbolizes this ring, more so than he's actually a physical part of it. Oh, for sure, yeah. I was going to say, because I actually don't know... I don't know if he... That's, a, that's actually a good question that I would want to ask, because it seems like the Vs are in Pride as well, in Has Been. But it would make sense that the porn stuff goes on in the Lust Ring. So I wonder if Angel Dust actually goes to a different ring or not. Sure. I mean, and again, there's a lot or that we may Angel, still yeah. need to learn about the show. Um, and regardless of that, though, um, how much of the Lust Ring have we seen on the show? Well, we've seen uh, when Moxie and Millie went on their date, they went to the Lust Ring. That was where Asmodeus, uh, the Asmodeus episode was, where we see him in Fizz for the first time. Um, hmm. I don't know if we've seen, assuming that Angel Dust doesn't go to a Lust Ring when he works, I'm pretty sure that that is all that we've seen of the Lust Ring, but I'm going to look it up real quick. 
Yeah, fair enough. And while you're talking about it, um, just going to start from a purely uh, philosophical place here. I feel like the Lust Ring is definitely low on my list, personally. Um, wow. Dude, I don't know, man. Os Osmodius is... Okay, we've seen Osmodius's factory. That's also in the Lust Ring, but otherwise, that's all we've seen. Okay, and frankly, those scenes are cool. Like, just from an aesthetic perspective. That's um, a nice-looking club, bro. Honestly, the outside of, of, of Ozzy's club low-key just looks like Vegas. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. I bet that <laughs> Vegas is all over this place, bro. Yeah, I think that is not a coincidence. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, yeah, I mean, lust can mean a lot of different things, and, uh... I just don't consider it one of my deadly sins. Like, it's not something that I feel like I've ever lost sleep over that has ever particularly done me in. I don't know. Maybe in my youth when I was thinking first about the possibility of a relationship before I thought about any other important health factors of my life. Yeah. Um, but I'm long past that at this point. Like, I'm married, happy, and, um, you know, if anything, you know. Love has been an amazing thing for me, but I don't see, if I went to hell, I don't see myself as landing. I know that's not the way the show works, but if it did, like if everybody went to hell and then they ended up inside one of these, I don't think that lust is where I would end up. Honestly, it's funny you say that because I feel like if it did work that way, like you died in the sin that you're the most associated with, you probably would end up in the place that you actually liked the most, ironically. That is kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah, like, imagine if lust is your sin and you end up in the lust ring and you're like, well, this isn't so bad. Well, I think that's an important point, is that, <laughs> you know, if somebody's thinking of hell and has never seen this show, they might be like, oh, I'm in hell for lust, so I'm going to be tortured with that in mind. And that's not necessarily the picture that I get. Uh, I mean... In, maybe in there's a world, little of that. I think... There's so much commentary going on with what hell is actually supposed to be. You wonder if it's actually a punishment or if it's like, like, you wonder if it's a punishment, like, that you're causing yourself or if it's a punishment that's being bestowed upon you behind, uh, due to a hierarchy that maybe doesn't have the best intentions in mind. You know what I mean? Right. That basically it could be a crapshoot and, you know, the mechanics might have some mysterious backgrounds that are not necessarily, like, noble. Yeah, um, but what I will say is even though Hell has, like, you know, there's, like, a cannibal area, there's some, there's some like, parts that look dangerous and scary, but I'm just gonna say it, I don't think this version of Hell looks any worse than our world. Hmm. Oh, wait, you mean our world itself or our world's yeah, version like the of Hell? No, the real world. I think our versions. I think our world's version of hell is way scarier than this. Okay, that's so interesting. See, because, <laughs> I mean, like, like actual Christian hell, like dogmatic Christian hell, is like, oh, you just burn forever. It's like, yeah, that sounds awful. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I think fire isn't my sin. I, I don't, I don't see how that that makes any sense. Okay, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And this is cartoony. A lot of the people are likable. A lot of them are, you know, sitting left and right. So I guess it's not all that different from the from what we see here. On yeah, Earth. like there's lots of people that I'm like, I like this person. I'd want to be this character's friend. Like I like Husk. I like Angel Dust. You know what so I mean? Like here's, here's my issue though, which I experience much more so in the Hell of a Boss series than I do uh, in Has Been Hotel. 
it is just so extremely mean-spirited all the time. And <laughs> literally, I thought to myself before this, and you're talking me out of it a little bit. I'm like, man, if I knew for a fact that this was the hell I went to, give me a Bible. Like, what do I have to do to stay out of there? <laughs> really? I'm like, dude, this just reminds me of any, like, big city or high school conversation. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like you're also getting the commentary, uh, which is that, is this really hell? Is this really heaven? And I feel like they do play with that a lot of, um, you know, just understanding what counts as somewhere that is hellish or is good or evil or any of it. There's something I need to ask you before we continue. How far are you in Hasbin Hotel? Because I almost uh, just messed up. Oh, well, not far enough. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. So, okay, okay, okay. Okay. But I didn't, I did make a point to watch the Heaven episode because I felt like it was important for this podcast discussion. Okay, so you so. got some spoilers from that. Yeah. But it wasn't okay. the worst. It wasn't the worst episode to jump into. Okay. It has one of the best songs, in my opinion. Oh, killer song. God, the music. Talk the to music. Hey, listen. So good. Never mind. If I get the music, I do want to go straight to hell. Yeah, I know, right? See, that's so. So back to the lust ring, right? Osmodius's song is one of my favorites. It's so good. He's so swinging, dude. It's so good. Oh yeah, no, I mean, listen. If you are somebody who wants to find a world with killer music all the time, this is where you go. You are not oh, going mean, to be disappointed. I mean, even in our world, if you want good music, you don't go to heaven. All the best musicians were sinning their assholes off out in, in the world. <laughs> that's true. Uh, you think well, you're gonna find jazz in heaven uh-uh no sir what about gluttony bro uh is this somewhere that you feel like you could be prone to dude okay so we saw gluttony best showcased in the cotton candy song with the queen bee episode in season one episode eight mm -hmm. and yo like that looks like a, that also looks like a nice party I don't know why you're you're hitting me with the ones that I think look so good first. You know, like, ooh, like you're telling me that there's this like there's this huge party where Beelzebub is just like loading you up with like the nice kind of drugs. And she even seems like a good party guest. Like she's making sure you're hydrated, you have a place to stay. Like, low-key. I'm like, dude, she's taking more care of people than I saw at college parties. <laughs> so i did think that that scene was very colorful and fun um if i had to pick one of these you know i could see it being on the list because it seems like people are genuinely just partying and having a good time they don't seem like yeah. they're being tortured um but i don't think that that's necessarily where i would end up either like well then again should i have a backstory for everybody Ooh, oh oh my gluttony backstory please Sort of. This got told at my wedding, actually. So, uh, oh God, I was so drunk at your wedding. I hope I remember it. It was like the gluttony ring for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your wedding was fantastic. I just like, I know nobody cares, but I thought it was. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. I thought so, too. That was one um, of the most fun times I've ever had. That was great. Yeah. Once upon a time, uh, this is the story of tactics. And oh, yeah, I do know tactics. Because all of my friends can't stop talking about it. They think this is the funniest Alex story they've ever heard. I will sometimes uh, just say that reference out of nowhere with people that have no idea what I'm talking about. Because you made it work into my linguistic set of phrases. Yeah. Everybody will be like, hey, tactics. And they're like, woohoo, tactics, Alec, yeah. Tactics. Uh, um, look, 
if I'm going to pay money for a buffet, this is what I have to say. I am going to get my dollar's worth when all of these buffets are being so overcharged. So I'm going to get the plates that I have earned with the money that I have spent. And once upon a time, I went to a buffet with a bunch of friends. Uh, it was at Disney World at the Fort Wilderness Campground. Yep. And they had never seen what I could take in. And they don't know that I grew up <laughs> eating it. Like, they don't know that in high school, I could eat entire pizzas by myself and was having, you know... You oh yeah, we, we can put it down. We we are we don't look like we can put it down, everybody, but we both like I can still eat a full pizza to myself. Like I will literally buy a vegan pizza, fold it up like a burrito, and just munch on the whole thing till it's gone. And that's what yeah. I intend to do going into a pizza sitting. <laughs> uh so everybody knew I was skinny, but they hadn't really seen me eat, I guess. Um and uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe tiny trigger warning if you're somebody who has issues with food or things. I don't know if this would necessarily be as pleasant of a listen. I don't think, it, I think it's pretty tame, but just It's also a little gross because, uh, yeah, we he puts it down. Continue. I guess. Anyway, so I'm eating through my food and I'm just going plate after plate after plate. And they're like, oh my God, how many have you eaten? And I, and I was like, well, I'm I think I'm somewhere around five. And, they're and like, you're like, how? not 35, not, not yet worth the price of admission, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, how are you doing this? I'm like, well, you see, I have these tactics. I have these ways that I can sort of trick my stomach into being able to take more food in. You yeah. know, one tactic, you eat something cold like ice cream and then yep. your palates feel a little better and you can do it that way. You mm -hmm. always have a soda because then you burp and you you know, the carbonation is released. Yep. You're like, oh, yeah, I can definitely take more. Yeah, um, the sweet and salty trade off. Yeah, absolutely. You, I always try to start with a warm cup of tea to warm my palate up ahead of time, too. Um, and anyway, so I was going through all this and needless to say, I basically had to get rolled out of the place. <laughs> And yeah. I was in a lot of pain. Were you nauseous uh, and, uh, at the end? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I could barely move because it turned into a thing where I was posturing <laughs> for people, you of know, you know it, 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 because it, it was a legend at that point. It wasn't just, oh, I'm eating the food that I want. It's, oh, now I have to show people how much I can eat. And that's the mistake that I made. And it will follow me to my grave and nobody will ever let me live it down. So maybe yeah. it is the gluttony ring for me. Man, uh, there, I, I have some backstories I could tell too, but uh, I've, probably shouldn't hey you never told us how you felt about the lust ring for yourself oh i'm definitely not telling those stories fair enough all right do you think you could potentially be in gluttony or no uh i think i actually but i think gluttony is is, is on the table i mean I, I will say that like i mean i indulge in all of earth's glory is what i would say i, I don't i don't think anything is fully off the table for me um okay. you know like i, I think I will say I've never like made any terrible. Oh no, never mind. I can't say that either. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, to... I, I could really be in any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, like, boy. damn. I, oh god. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, this is going to be harder to talk about. Uh, let's, okay. So for lust, uh, I'm down to be sexy sometimes. I'll say that and leave it okay. at that. Okay. Uh. And maybe I've made some questionable life choices in the pursuit of sexy times. Maybe. Uh, maybe not, but maybe. Uh, and then for <laughs> gluttony, I would definitely... You know what's funny? that You know what you said? The thing that you said about posturing in in like in terms of eating, that's almost more of a pride, or pride ring thing. Ooh, that's interesting. And even though when I was in college, I would put down... 
I'll just say whatever you put in front of me. Um, that also maybe was more of a pride thing than it was an actual gluttony thing because I had the capacity to handle a lot, but that doesn't mean that I actually like crave, like if I was alone, would I just sit there and like drink a ton? Like, nah, not really. I, I was never down for binging unless it was a social thing, which means it probably ended up being more of a pride thing than a gluttony thing. Um, because hey, going like my, my, when I did indulge, I'm going to see if I can phrase this well. When I did indulge in pursuing uh, mountainous heights and adventuring expeditions, yeah, um, I was doing so with the intention of talking to aliens and God. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's vague enough. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't really doing it just because I wanted to feel really nice. So, so actually... Gluttony was never really my thing. I'm more of a, like, I want to feel comfortable more than I just want to keep consuming as much as I can, you know? Got it. Okay, no, I think that's well said. Well, what about greed? Now, when it comes to the actual greed ring, this has some of my other favorite locations in it, because we have Ma the Mammon Theater, which, uh, as he said in the episode, uh, uh, I don't remember which episode it's called, but uh, in the episode that Mammon was in, he's like, we have a beauty pageant, but with clowns, so it's better. And I, I agree. Like, that sounds <laughs> sick. I'm into circus arts. It seems like a lot of circus arts go on for some reason in this ring. There's, like, you know, theme parks and stuff. Uh, some of them seem really dangerous. But uh, low-key, the green ring seems to have a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, I am the Disney Parks employee, so maybe I do belong in the place with the theme park. I could... Uh, do ticket sales, um, potentially help people with uh, making sure they end up in the correct row with their loved ones. Um, yeah, I might be I might be able to give popcorn to a demon or two. True. There was the, the mafias in the greed ring. I might, uh, you know, never mind. I'll stop there. Boy, <laughs> come on, Lou. This is the uncensored podcast. What would you do with the mafia? <laughs> Let's, I, I think. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm like, I'm so used to tiptoeing around my actual life experiences. This is too difficult. Not today, you little demon. We are going to hell. All right. Uh, I would, uh, I can't even say it as a joke. I'm too uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't want anyone thinking that I actually would do that again. Look, I had a wild, I had a wild youth, everyone. I don't stand by everything that I did, but I did some crazy shit back in the day. Yeah, no, this is your opportunity to hear Luby a little bit more free. And uh, listen, this man, let me tell you, he has Satan's daddy written all over his screen. <laughs> Goddamn. So all right. Let's not forget about that, okay? All right, I'm done. <laughs> Great. So in terms of greed, if I'm talking philosophically now, taking away the actual place itself, which I'm pretty yeah. high on, I think, you know, that's a good one. Um. I think that I maybe have some greed tendencies, to be honest. Um, because I forget, there's a, an economic term for it, but there's a term for when you have a certain amount of money, and then when you get a raise, you start spending more to match what the raise is, and you don't save the money. You just keep spending more based on the more that you are earning. Yeah, yeah And yeah. that is definitely a big problem of mine. I, I'm never, okay. like, so bad about greed that I'm going into debt. 
but I have a really hard time not spending money when I have it. So it's funny because I said I actually really like the greed ring, but Mm -hmm. truth be told, I I know this might sound like I'm I'm making shit up, but like low key, like I don't spend money on anything. I'm actually not like I, I, I I'm not just trying to jerk myself off here. Like I'm truly not a greedy person. I just don't have goals like that. Um, try having a lot of what you want and really quickly you'll find out it's not that great of a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'm in, I guess I just, I don't know if I learned that young or if I just never cared, but like, you know, I, you, you know me, I just don't spend money. You know what I mean? I'm not trying yeah. to be, I'm not smart about money. Like I happen to be good at saving money, but it's just because I don't care enough to spend stuff. Like I'm just content with like going on hikes and playing video games. I don't really feel like I need to spend a ton of money on like eating out or I don't even know what do people spend money on buying uh, watches or shoes. I don't know. <laughs> See, I don't even know. Or trading cards. Come on, Lorcana peeps. I hope you're listening. Oh, I mean, if honestly, like if, if I did have a ton of money, I'd probably buy more trading cards. See, I more just do it for nerdy things that I like. Um, See, that's but fine. Yeah. I do like to eat out though. And, you know, I do like to upgrade things and, uh, you know, I wish I didn't sometimes I wish that I could just, uh, take a step back. I probably could, you know, just got to work on that self-improvement stuff. See, I just want money to travel for fun for experience. Yeah, okay. You know? I mean, to be honest, that is probably like one of the best things you can do with money is just have yeah. new experiences. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I, and honestly, if anything, I should spend money to go out more. I don't indulge enough. Sure. Um, but you know, I, I think I'm much more inclined to uh, to other sins that we still have yet to talk about. Fair. Well, let's move on then. Um, You said we haven't gotten to see Sloth much in the show yet. Um, yeah. But I'm interested in this uh, as a concept. I don't think that Sloth is either of us. Um, just because I think that you and I have both, like, had people at different points in our lives that maybe we've learned from. And, like, understood, like, the potential pitfalls of this one specifically. <laughs> I know uh, what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that we've seen how that doesn't work out. Uh, just for context, the only places that we've seen in the Sloth Ring so far are uh, pretty much different hospitals. Um, and then a place called Wet Dreamsville. I don't know when we saw that. And I'm just not going to think about it. <clears throat> but um, it was last night, bro. Oh, my God. Gross. <laughs> i've had some weird dreams lately on an unrelated note i promise it was unrelated um right yeah i got in a fist fight with an alien hey wrath is next buddy <laughs> okay so we'll get to that um but uh you know we we did see that it seems like the people in the sloth ring have uh, a keen addiction to pain pills um i like comforts i think i'm closer to sloth than some other than greed um but I, I'm just too, I'm too hyperactive and active for sloth. I like doing stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm more of a workaholic than I am lazy. If anything, I need to slow down more. No, I, I'm in the same boat. I need to tell myself to slow down. It's like, this yeah. one tends to be the opposite of me most of the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, somebody, I, somebody always thinks that you're lazy no matter what you do in society. So <laughs> I, I, I almost am inclined to think that laziness doesn't really exist. It's more of an addiction to comfort, but that's that's me. No, I'm actually pretty much in the camp of I don't really believe in the concept of laziness very much. Yeah. You know, I think that there are just like 
it's what I don't think that somebody is just lazy as a personality trait. I think it's a combination of like a lot of social factors and sometimes mental factors. And we, uh, we put that stereotype on people who might have diagnosed depression and it's not always yeah. a fair thing to do. Yeah. I think um, so too. And it's like, you know, there's things that you've got to work out sometimes um, that might be able to help you with it a bit more. And we've been blessed that it's not been a problem for us, but um, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I do think that there are people, I don't think that people like in general just want to do nothing in their lives. I think people who do nothing in their lives usually kind of have other issues going on that kind of end up in them doing that. Not that people don't enjoy like chill alone time, but at the end of the day, most people want to do things and enjoy action verbs of some kind. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. And again, I put a lot of it on the feet of, marketers and television yeah. programs and these games yeah. you know different people that are trying to force people into laziness rather than i put the onus on the individual who is succumbing to what the marketers are trying to like program them into doing yeah totally like are, are you actually lazy or have you been hooked into an addiction that's been legally allowed by our super non-protective society for sure um all right so <laughs> wrath I mean, I'm just going to say it out of the gate. This one's not me. I don't have like an angry bone in no, my body you don't. almost. Like genuinely, I really don't. Ludo's, I mean, I can get mad. Like I'm not, you know, I don't have a disorder uh, for that. But I um, I really just am very relaxed most of the time. Uh, or at least I don't get genuinely angry. I get like frustrated. And people have told me, like, I'll apologize for being frustrated. I was like, you think you were mad or rude or frustrated? Like that was so tame. Yeah, uh, I I got it. So the just for again for context, the places that we've seen in Wrath were like the Harvest Moon Festival. Um, we saw like pretty much it, it looks like like Southern slash American Western culture and society, even in terms of like having a somewhat desert vibe and uh, stuff like that. Um, so just in terms of how it's designed, I'm not a desert guy. I'm not. I'm not a I'm not a buckle up my bootstraps American person either. Um, that's not really my vibe. Mm -hmm. So for those reasons, this place doesn't resonate with me. Same. That said, I'm not gonna say that I don't have an anger mode. There, yeah. there's I've got that dog in me that if 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 it gets activated, I become a little bit savage. Um, but it's mostly if people are coming for the people that you love, and you feel like it's like really out of left field and completely unfair like you have a moral code with it you don't get angry for nothing i do but i recognize when my emotions are like a little out of control and and i want to like it, it it gets it goes to a place that i don't i wouldn't be proud of i've never had any i don't have any like stories of where i like got super angry and like messed someone up and i you know i've like regretted or anything like that but I have that mode in me, and I definitely need to control that mode. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and I mean, I think that for that reason, you know, wrath kind of makes sense as a possible yeah. sin if you're needing to pick one. Yeah, um, like, truth be told, I, I'll say it this way. I don't get sad very often. I'm not one to be inclined to sadness. Oh, okay. I, will get, I will get pissed way before I get sad. Oh, and that includes, yeah. includes getting mad at myself, right? Like, if I'm not happy in something in my life, I don't get sad about it. I get mad at myself that I'm not doing better. Oh, bro. Well, listen. <laughs> Sometimes that's are, a good thing, though. Sometimes. You are enough. I hope you know that.
was that a was that a pun or was from barbie enough oh there we go okay <laughs> yeah, okay maybe you just couldn't hear me enunciate enough through the microphone <laughs> i uh, mean i didn't remember the reference I, I heard what you said i'm just like wait what great movie first of um, all that's a terrible example because if anyone looked like ken and didn't have to do anything they would be absolutely effing ecstatic you can say fucking. We we set the oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> to that. I would be today. fucking ecstatic to be Ryan Gosling just babied in Barbie world. Actually, I probably would hate it, but most people would probably love it. All right. So maybe I, I would, uh the people for sloth. Man, oh man, I wish we could do the Barbie world, but it's not animated. Yeah, listen, I'm open to creative ideas. Oh, yeah. uh, while people are listening right in the middle of this, um, if you skipped the last episode because it wasn't a world episode, uh, we are going to be soliciting audience feedback to decide what episodes we do in the future. So there's a Google form in this description and you can help us fill it out and tell us what kind of worlds you'd like to see. If you leave that feedback as a review on iTunes, I will guarantee that we cover one of the three worlds that you request. So Ooh. if you want... If you want more information, feel free to check out the bonus episode that came right before this one uh, in our episode order on your podcast feed. There is an unspoken end date to that offer because if, you know, if we're not doing this in 10 years and somebody leaves a thing, we, we probably won't. Probably not. Maybe, True. but probably not. <laughs> well, because we're going to add it to a map, a magical, mystical map that is going to take us to the different worlds in the cartoon universe. Ooh. Or what's bigger than a universe? Is there something? Multiverse. Oh, the cartoon multiverse. I think that actually uh, makes the most sense. Yeah, it does. Um, so. All right. Let's talk about the Envy Ring. How much do you know about that one in terms of like the show up. itself? That's not how you spell that. Come on, me. My fingers just did not hit the keyboard right at all. Um, I don't think we have anything for the Envy Ring yet. Ah, okay, so this might just be one of the blind spots that we're hopefully going to get more of in one of the series soon, whether it be Hell of a Boss or Has Been Hotel. Um, what we do know is there is a color associated for the sky of every ring that is consistent and actually helps us identify where we are. Um, and I don't think the Envy Ring has been shown yet. It's got to be green, right? No, that's... Uh, actually, that's greed. Okay, the I mean, that makes sense. Envy ring is purple. Okay, that's kind of weird because it, green with envy, but also green money, I kind of understand. It's actually also because it's on a color scale. So it's like pride is the top, red, wrath is next, orange, gluttony, yellow, green, blue. It goes through the... Uh, God, the, it, the color spectrum. Yeah, it's uh, almost like light from heaven is getting filtered down. All right, well, let me ask you, Lou, do you have any issues with envy? Nah, I don't care what other people are doing. See, I believe that about you. I really do. <laughs> I really don't. I, I if if uh, I'm if any <laughs> again, I have an issue with wrath. I just think most people are dismal and stupid, and that's my problem. I, I tend not to be jealous of anything anyone else has going on. Yeah, you definitely have a hard time being filtered sometimes. So maybe that is a wrath tendency. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's a little more wrath in me than I care to admit. I, I don't want that to be where I end up though. Listen, has been hotel creators, if you're listening, and I know you are, uh, I recommend yeah. a personality test for each of the rings of hell that you can create that's canonical that oh. people could have a great time with. That's and they could identify with the different places that they're in. Um, I think that that would be a lot of fun. 
And if it's canonical, then they'll definitely be into it. Just that you can have that one for free. I think that is a cool idea. I agree. Um, I have a spark of envy in me. Not gonna lie. Oh yeah. Tell a little me bit. about it. I'm definitely not um like the most envious person ever. Like I'm satisfied with my life. Um. I probably enjoy maybe just a little bit when other people envy me, and, uh, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. <laughs> that's different. That's pride, though. Okay, it is, and you're, we're going to talk about that last um, and next. Um, but, you know, I mean, if I see that people are able to especially take a lot of vacations to a lot of places that I would want to go, I can find myself a little bit frustrated that... And maybe it's not pure envy as much as it's like, oh, gosh, like, I wish that I would be able to go do that. See, um, I don't wish that I could do that. I'm mad that people are rich enough that they waste their money on shit when they could be helping people. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a much more uh, noble cause. See, again, no, it's not because no. Well, the thing is, you honestly are a lot more ethical than me, despite raging a lot more. <laughs> really, you think so? Well, I guess... okay. I I think you care more. Yeah, that's that's its own sin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that I don't care, but I have like, I feel like I'm at peace with what I can control. And I should probably do more um, for the things that are important. Um, you know, I, I I try to at least believe the right things, but I don't always follow through and put my money where my mouth is. And you do. You actually uh, try to do what it takes to make the change that you think is necessary. And I, I respect that about you. I try. It's a practice, not a decision. That's what I'd say about that. Fair. Um, all right. What about the last one? Pride. We already talked got, about how pride, it feels like most of the show takes place in the pride ring. Most of has been does. And hell of a boss, it's state, the, the, the imp headquarters is stationed there. Um, so I think we've probably seen the most of pride. That's where sinners go. Like, you know, people sinners go when they die. Mm-hmm. I got I got some pride issues. Me too, <laughs> dude. Me too. I feel like this might be my number one. Yeah. The more I think of, I, I, I mine's pride, wrath, and gluttony. Again, gluttony, kind of not really. Yeah, it lust a little bit, but I, I think pride and wrath are probably my big two. I, it'd be yeah. hard. It's a toss-up for me whether pride or wrath, because some of my pride is so linked with wrath. Because some, sometimes it's about me and sometimes it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I, I, mean, I just get mad at existence and people. And I got a lot of wrath in me. I was a very wrathful kid growing up, if you remember. I, I had a lot of issues. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I I think I'm more pride than you are, honestly. I, I don't think that you are as prideful as you maybe think you are. Really? Maybe yeah. internally I am. <laughs> Maybe, I hold myself I mean, in very high esteem. I have a really hard time not talking about myself, which is a little bit of an ADHD tendency, but it is also like For a sure. little bit of a pride thing. Um, and I think That's that true. part of that, Fair. we had we had parents that were like very much asking about us all the time, like very attentive, probably like more so than even necessary. Uh, wow. And I feel like nobody gave a shit about what I cared about growing really? up. Oh, see, I totally didn't th feel that way at all. Uh, wow. First child privileges. Well, <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I admit that sometimes I can have a little bit of an ego on me. Um, they went to all your baseball games. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, they no. went to all your baseball games. This is where my oh, rap no. comes in. And they went to all your band shit. 
They didn't come to any of my shit. They went to like one race. I was in cross country for four years. No, they only went to one marching band um, performance. I actually. went to a bunch. I know because I went to a bunch of your band things. And I went to a bunch of your races. See, no matter what, we always you had each other. Like, okay, you went to like two or three. I went, went to more than that. I really did. I was there whenever I could be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> I, I don't think you're lying. I love you, bro. But uh, uh, I, I felt like nobody came to my shit. All right. Like, nobody knows anything about cross country. And usually they just see us like start the race and then come back in like 20 minutes. Maybe so. you do have more pride issues than me. <laughs> see again i don't know where the line is with pride and wrath on that though because i'm i yeah. feel emotionally i don't feel prideful i feel pissed sure i mean i just think um you know at when facebook was a big thing for our, our generation i was somebody who definitely wanted to post about every accomplishment that i had uh oh, really? i felt I, I yeah i don't care about that either i've i've stopped now but now it's more because I know that it's not as socially acceptable as it was at the time. And people don't <laughs> care as much as they used to. Wow. So, no, I'm constantly, like, thinking about where I fit in the social hierarchy. And some of that's paranoia and just, like, a little bit of, like, I, I always want to be liked. I, again, I think part of it's pride, but also maybe just a touch of social anxiety and wanting to feel included. You know, it's, those um, are different aspects of pride, right? I guess you're right. A lot of times pride and, and confidence are not the same thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, because I have not always had a lot of confidence. I've developed it in my adulthood, but I didn't have it when I was younger at all. Yeah, this is why I also, just everybody listening, this is why I think the seven deadly sins is absolutely ridiculous, because I can think of at least 13 more off the top of my head. Oh, sure. I mean, listen, we, we, can, <laughs> we can invent plenty of sins that belong in here. Oh, yeah. We've um, been doing it for generations. <laughs> I really think that something about, like you know racism or prejudice belongs in in hell and it's interesting to me that uh you know this original version decided not to include something like that yeah i mean there's a lot of uh i think that there are some that you could argue like piggyback on others like Ra yeah. wrath can wrath gets a lot of that because if you're prejudiced that comes from a place of hatred you know what i mean yes because ignorance yeah, okay i different. see your point ignorance is just you weren't taught things which like you know how much can you blame people for being ignorant um but you know opting to hate things when you know better is a wrath thing because for whatever reason different people you know that whether you're afraid that they'll take your jobs or whether you're afraid it comes from some fear of something sure you know no, i think i think that's a good point well we have talked a bunch about the rings has been hotel itself the hotel building that's in the pride ring Yep. Okay, I want to talk about how much I love that hotel yep. uh, and how much I love the entire color scheme of the show. Yeah, um, same. Especially Has-Been Hotel. Hell of a Boss has it a little bit too. But they get so creative with the colors that pop out of this animation. Like, Yeah, um, it's, it's gorgeous. I agree. Oh, it's stunning. Like, if I'm trying to pick a place to live that just is aesthetically colorful and beautiful, this actually is really high on the list. Yeah, I I I agree. I mean, that's one reason why I like I like seeing the Queen Bee, uh, party. I just like the color; it just looks sure. pretty. Yeah, you know, 100%. same with Osmodius's uh, Osmo Osmo's Club. I'm just like, this is just it's just pretty. I'm basic. 
<laughs> for a second in terms of the character that i feel like i would connect with the most is definitely charlie i just think that she's oh i know you such, would. you didn't even need to a, tell anyone that <laughs> such a great character she's so positive and she is like the one moral light that stands out in what is supposed to be a very cynical place and that's wow the fact well i know it's designed that way i'm not that's true i think other I, I like i think you haven't seen all of it, so I don't want to spoil things. But other characters have a lot of redeeming qualities. Even in Hell of a Boss, I think other characters have a lot of redeeming qualities, though. Uh, yeah, I, that's true. And you do start to like Hell of a Boss characters. But I think that having a character like Charlie is what I need to really love this world. So I'm I, that's why I prefer Hasbin Hotel, largely. And yeah. the music's great in both. Um, yeah. Stol Stolas is my king. Yo. That's right. Stolas from Hell of a Boss is yeah. your favorite owl. Yeah, my favorite owl. I, I think, oh man, it's be tough to say who my favorite. There's a lot of people in the series that I really like. Yeah, which uh, is a strength of the show. Like you know, having having unlikable character, like having everyone be unlikable just because it's hell. I think would have sucked, and I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, because like there are tons of characters. I know a lot of people don't like Blitz, but I like Blitz. Um, He's I like. I really liked Beelzebub. I thought she was cool. Nice. She was somebody that I actually probably would have hung out with in college. <laughs> I 100% believe that. <laughs> I probably would have been well, friends friends with somebody doing stuff like that. While there's still time, can we talk about Heaven? Because I did watch, you know, I yeah. made a point to spoil myself a little bit to make sure I could have this conversation. Yeah. Uh, you thought going into this that this might be the place that if I had to pick that I would jive with the hardest. Maybe. Um, I was a little tongue-in-cheek about it, but... Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that an implication that you think that I'm a goody two-shoes that belongs in, like, a morally gray version of heaven? After I named myself morally gray angel before hopping onto this call? Do I even need to say yes to that? It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I don't jive with it that much. I mean, to be honest, there's nowhere, in this, there's nowhere in this universe that I actually think is, oh my gosh, this seems great. But heaven is actually dull to me. Um, yeah, I mean, they they definitely depict it has the least amount of like environmental intricacies that we've seen so far, um, just in terms of like biodiversity, you know, like different places you can go to. Yeah. Um, and then it's, I mean, everyone's just kind of stuck up there. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, that was a funny joke. Well, and I think that that's <laughs> something that I have a hard time with is that whether you're in heaven or hell, everybody is a terrible person in this universe. See, Except I don't for Charlie. True. I, I don't think that's true. I mean, that's just like real life. Everybody, if you think you're not a terrible person, congratulations. You found what made you a terrible person. It's the pride in me. Yeah. Everybody's terrible. We all have reasons that make us terrible. We're all beautifully flawed human beings. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, and that's high people. <laughs> well, okay, hold on. But that's the that's the commentary, and it hits. But they are exaggerated to be especially terrible and stab people and shoot. I don't them. think so. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. Dep it depends. Because the I only mean, reason, in my opinion, the only reason that your average suburbanite in America doesn't do that is just because they're not in the cultural mindset to do it. Maybe. I mean, I think that Moxie and Millie are great characters that I love, but they are still going into the real world and killing living humans. So, yeah, but usually ones who have it coming. That, that is true. <laughs> well, yeah, the show does a great job of uh, making us hate <laughs> the people that get killed. Exactly. Um, hey, it's, it's, easy, it's, easy to, it's easy to do. Listen, I, again, I don't think that I'm breaking ground to say that the characters in this show are designed to be 
especially despicable at times. I don't think uh, that's true. I really don't. I'm I mean, not like, saying every not main, our main character. Characters. I don't think our main. Mo I think most of our main characters aren't. I think no, most okay, of them have issues. I agree. No, I agree with that. I'm not necessarily saying the main characters. I'm saying like the people that I'm going to see around day to day. It feels like I'm made to believe that that's they're true. terrible. Most people are pretty scummy. But we don't have all of their backgrounds. And a lot of the time, our main characters seem scummy until we peel back the layers. And then it turns out that they're not so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's just like interacting with, a, you know, an angry person on the street in a city. Yeah. You know, you'll think you think they're scummy because they cut you off in traffic. But like, you know, everybody's got a story. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. Well, I feel like this has been really interesting. Was there more that you want to say before we think about how we would feel about living here? I'm trying to think think we we crossed the gamut of places in the show pretty well i'm sure we forgot a couple places that uh have been visited but um i mean i guess i can say a little bit more about heaven um just in terms of it does seem like the safest place that you could be which counts for a lot in a place yeah. where there's lots of stabbings happening everywhere for um now. However, you do get a picture that, like you said, all the people are very rude uh, or stuck up in lease and maybe are giving off the, the ego that they don't think that they're rude, but they are. Everyone is hot, though. Everyone's honest. But that's kind <laughs> of true in hell, let's be honest. No, we see some side characters that aren't hot. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you're right. Our, all our main characters are pretty banging. <laughs> it's not, not enough of a red flag to, to, to use that against it, I think. Um, but again, I just think it's kind of, uh, boring, you know, it would, it would just feel scuzzy to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to like die, but I think that I could maybe have, I think I could find a way to have a better life in hell than in heaven in this world. I can't believe I'm saying that genuinely. I mean, I think heaven looks boring, like straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's I'm sorry. You don't have clown pageants. Boo. You don't have cheap amusement parks. Boo. You don't have I, these awesome jazzy nightclubs where everyone's banging? Boo! Like, come <laughs> on, what do you have? Okay, everyone's hot. Okay, well, most of the people in the Lust Ring are hot, too, so you gotta do better than that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Huh. All right, well... We have scientists. Okay, well... When have scientists made the world a better place? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and I don't think we even really need to get into Earth. It's here but the people are even more terrible they're exaggerated to just be the worst are they though? they are come are on they? you can't tell me that they're not exaggerated to just be horrible i mean <laughs> we just see the ones who are like we just see those ones i feel like people actually are that horrible in our life we just have the pleasure of not having to see them because they're socially outcast i don't think that's true i think a lot of the time people are nicer than we think they are we're afraid to have conversations with strangers but I a lot of the that. time it goes pretty well I agree with that. No, there there are totally lots of absolutely wonderful people. I think most of the time, if you talk to a random person, it'll go well. Yeah. However, there are some real shitbags out there. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Boy, I, congratulations for having an episode for you, where you really just got to listen to our words fly. I'm glad. I'm having a good time. Um, Lou, first question. Would you move to hell? No. not Not from where we live. But I will say... It's not as shut down of a no answer than than I think a lot of people would have expected from me because I'm not looking for a place without conflict. You know what I mean? Like I, I like places. Like if you were to tell me that I could join Charlie's army, mild spoilers, and like potentially fight in a war that might exist for like the rights of people in hell, sign me up. That sounds sick. I'm here for that. 
You know what I mean? Let me, I'll stab an angel. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think I, so I definitely wouldn't leave Trollberg, our current uh, home that we've established yeah, when we did the Hill episode. So nice. It's so great. Um, so the question, if it's a pure yes or no, if Hilda wasn't in the picture, I, I would lean no just because of the danger. And it's, again, I think most of the time I would fit in really poorly there. I, you know, it would not be a good situation for me. I think uh, people I would, would look there. at me as an immediate target. I would live there. Oh, you would? You So you would, you just wouldn't move from Trollberg? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. okay. All right. Because they're, they're just, they're, it's, it's so charming. Like I actually like so many characters so much. Yeah. And I like some of the designs and places like, you know, having my, the, one of the problems is unless you are a demon royalty and maybe even then your soul kind of belongs to somebody. Like there's a big chain of slavery going on there. And that's, that's mm -hmm. a huge bummer. And I think that's yeah. something that, you know, would suck. But low-key, it's not very different from capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun to live in the hotel, that's for sure. You know, tell, tell me, everybody, unless you're Daddy Bezos himself, a.k.a. Satan, where <laughs> you're answering to somebody. You know, somebody's got you by a chain in some way, right? I, yeah. I'm paying, my landlord has got me by the neck. My bosses, you know, whoever my clients are for my business, they've all got me by the neck. I need them to survive, you know? It's really yeah. not that much different than that. No, I, I mean, I can understand that. And so then where would you live? Because I think I actually would probably be in the greed ring at the end of the day. I feel like I would feel the most at home there. Um, it would fit somewhat with where I maybe Wait, fit why in the category you, is of just, centers. Is it just because of greed or is it because of the stuff that's there? Oh, it's, it's the amusement park. Yeah, it's the theme park. I would totally, oh my God. I would work at the amusement park in hell. Oh my God, that's so funny. Technically, there is a, a non-off-brand, because Lululand is the off-brand theme park. You'd probably be in the on-brand one, and I don't remember yeah. where that is. Uh, um, fair enough. So what about you, though? And Is there, like, would you be a demon? Would you be yourself? Because I would try to, I guess, be probably a demon at that point, right? I mean, I'd like to roll with Alistair and As Osmodeus and, like, the head demons, low-key. Dude, you should. You have that ability. Why not? I, I mean... Uh, Low-key, I think I'd probably try to be... Let's see, we've got a radio demon, a TV demon. What do I get to be the demon of? Oh, yeah. The fact that there's a radio demon that you could interact with, I feel like that's a pretty big winner. Yeah, that's so cool, man. It's so cool. Like, being on that on that panel of demons that I don't know if you've seen yet, I'd be pretty sick. I, I think I'd want to be one of the head demons. I just don't know what I should be the demon of. Mm, it's a hard call. It's hard. There's a lot that are taken. Low key, like I do. I like. I I don't like Mammon because Mammon is so depicted to be awful. Sure. But I do love the clown show that he puts on. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I thought it was. It's one of my favorite episodes. I love the clown bitch song. I liked Fizz's song. I mean, being a performer, <laughs> honestly, being in the performing arts is always a thankless task. But being well, in a man is, is usually pretty lit. You are a performer, though, so you could probably fit in well there. They might not treat um, yeah. you well. I, I don't know if I like to say I'm a performer. I oh, like come to say on. I, I have I have the ability to be a performer, but I prefer to be a manager. Wow. Well, I you're really good do. At it anyway, I know I, I like, believe you. I, it's just like fire fire spinning is fun, but the performance culture it's just so undervalued. And I would rather organize events where like 
hungry artists come to like discuss ideas and talk about art because that's way that gives me way more joy than just selling my labor as an artist for a bunch of people who have no idea what good art is to watch me. You know what I mean? Dang. Well said. <laughs> Thanks. I feel that way about if you were a musician or anything, right? Like the the generally speaking, if you want to make money as an artist, you need to appeal to way more than only people because the people who know a lot about a given art is way smaller than the amount of people paying you to do that art. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so I, all, I you always gotta play for basic. And and that to me just ruins the fun of art. Because I don't care. I don't want to make it basic for to I don't want to make my art basic to sell. It's it's not worth it to me. I'd rather just not make money and make my art what I want it to be. Unless it's YouTube. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a different rabbit hole. We'll save for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh everybody this has been so much fun uh we nice hope that job. you enjoyed this episode i think uh this was a fun one and you know if you wait just wait wait us... you oh you said you'd live in the greed ring that's right yeah yeah if you just found us uh feel free to listen to past episodes because we've had a lot of very fun discussions propelled by a lot of these worlds even worlds that you may not be familiar with the discussion was still fun so yeah um and yeah i'll our... stick with it i think i would hang out i think i would want to be like a head demon in the greed ring working with some of the art that goes on there. I think that's the route I'd try to go. Perfect. No, I, I think that's great. Uh, and I think that it fits you, uh, which is what I think we're always trying to do at the end of these episodes to decide. Yeah, find the spot for us. I agree. Um, all right. Well, everybody, next week we're going from hell to the swamp. Because we are going to be talking about the Shrek universe and whether we would you live there. You are kidding me. I'm excited for that. Me That's too. a good one. That's such a good one. I didn't know that. That's a news. I mean, maybe I did. I just forgot. But that's news to me. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm hyped for that. The plan is to make it to 20 episodes and then use that as the opportunity to introduce the audience feedback loop. And then we will start doing it that way. But until cool. then... Uh, we decide, and we have just a couple more episodes of uh, wow. Fun in Store. Shrek, dude. Oh, my God. that That's a huge <laughs> world to actually explore. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. It's going to be interesting. That's got both the Puss in Boots movies. That's got all the weird little, like, extras outside, like, the spooky, the Halloween episode and stuff like that. There's There's a lot to work with. Yeah, or the Christmas episode. Was there a Halloween episode, too? Yep, there was both. Oh, wow. All right, well, uh... Hope y'all like Shrek. Bye. Peace.